boat boat sorry what you have this boat for me so i can see the comments you do realize we're live right yes <laughs> this is why i'm not swearing haha <laughs> kidding um is this installed so i can see the comments from everywhere? i didn't set it up you can go ahead and open it and see well i think it's too it. late maybe next maybe next time maybe all right next time good evening ladies and gentlemen we are live and obviously see. as incompetent as ever oh can you move this light over, over here a little bit uh the least professional show on youtube no no no, not that one this i don't want your light moved i want my light because there's a shadow yeah just to the side thank you so much you're amazing darling yep it's good it's good oh that's why it was so bright before i lowered the brightness on the camera how foolish of me hey morgan alberta always good to see you we're gonna have to go to alberta and like have tea this guy's always watching our show one second, one second, I'm opening. One second, one second, you're opening what? Uh, the comments. Chat. Oh, yeah. the comments, right. All right, well, we're biding our time here while people fill up the room, all 10, or, 10 of you or whatever. Um, I should probably market this. I forgot to do that. So let me go to YouTube. Did you uh, turn off the echo? I don't know. Are people complaining about an echo? Not yet. Can you check? Not yet. Uh, no, there shouldn't be an echo. There should there should not be an echo uh, this time. The, the reason there was an echo before was because I had a mic on that I shouldn't. Mm -hmm. I had your camera mic on. And then the time it was muted is because I had set up hotkeys and I accidentally pressed the mute button like a fool. Um, but now that we're live, let's see, we should have a live video here that I can... Oops, no, that's not what I meant to do. All right, so I can grab a shareable link. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to my own Mr. Reagan channel, and then I'm going to go ahead and market this Can video. you hear the cat, guys? Yeah, the cat is meowing like crazy, but I set up the mics uh, in such a way that hopefully you won't hear the cat anymore if, it, if it's locked away in the, in the, in the Well, bathroom. I can hear him, of you course. You can hear him, of course, but I set up the mics in a way where... Or other people should not be able to hear him. So anyway, uh, Valeria has had a terrible time at work. She's got a bully she's dealing with. And uh, <laughs> this guy is a COVID enforcement agent. Enforcement agent. I think it's... What, what is his actual title? Uh, COVID supervisor. Douche, I believe. Com <laughs> complaint officer. Which is exactly what they do, complaining. Compliance. Compliance. Compli compliance. Sorry. Compliance. I, I thought they're complaining <laughs> from the word complain. I love it. I love uh. it. Um, yeah. So anyway, so she's having a, a crappy time at work. But then uh, her work called her today and they said, hey, would you like to work on that same show again? And she said, yes, yes. please. <laughs> What's the what's the time I have to be there? 5.36 a.m. I was like, nice. No Perfect. traffic. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, actually, I should move that light so that it doesn't. So, because so, you, or or you should move the microphone so that it doesn't create a shadow. So lean to your yeah. There you go. See, there's a ah, shadow. so there. I can be like here. I have to be like this. Or what you do is you just move the microphone over. I I can stay like this. You will forget. I won't. <laughs> she's a she's a pro, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, welcome to the show. Um. 
she's toxic, I'm masculine, or, or I'm toxic, she's masculine. One of the two. We haven't figured that out yet. And together we are toxic, toxic masculinity. masculinity. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the cheesiest thing we've ever done. <laughs> when you were getting it wrong, it was actually better. Okay, so on this show, if you haven't watched before, which I'm sure you all have, but let's... Uh, we just cover the news of the day. We talk about the news of the day. We do seven seven topics. Are we doing seven? There's Are we seven. doing seven? You're oh. seven. Well, we got to go through these fast. Okay. <laughs> um, we also mock each other a little bit, you know. A little bit. We're, we're married. A lot. We're married, so uh, we're allowed to ridicule each other viciously. <laughs> and uh, I think she's better at it than I am. What do you think? You mean you're the cool? You're the I think you're better at mocking me than I'm. I'm oh, looking. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the excitement on her face. Look at the excitement on her cute little innocent face. She's like Chucky. She looks sweet and cuddly when you first. <laughs> the managed first buy to it. perfectly sound cancel the cat. See. <laughs> this you is canceled. a cancel cancel culture right here. That's right. On you, the show. You canceled Aston. Boom. All right. Well. Um, I guess we should just get into it, shall we? Unless oh, we have any other. Oh, twenty-two people. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Twenty-two people. Good 22. God. Twenty-two. It's like a tsunami of people. Can you imagine twenty-two people? If you think there is like few people watching you or liking your Instagram page, just imagine them being in your room. Like twenty-two people. That's a lot. That would actually be quite a few people if we if we had them here in the apartment. Yeah. So yeah, let's pretend it's twenty-two thousand. 2200 enough all right well okay. anyway we're, we're still one. a fledgling channel we're still trying to build an audience so bear with us folks we'll get there um all right so shall we get into the first story Donna? okay first right. story fbi denies antifa involvement capital siege right so the fbi apparently like a month later is saying here that in fact later like two months antifa later. was not involved in the capital siege no. but I, and and look Maybe, maybe that's right. I don't know. I don't know. It looks like they've looked into it, and they think that's true. Um, I hate to ask you what you think about it, because I think I know what I'm going to hear. <laughs> what What do you think, Valeria? Do you think that the FBI is telling the truth? Look at that I don't thought. think Look so. At that thinking. Look at that thinking face. Too you late. don't think so. You don't think so. Any good reason why you don't think so? Have they ever tell us the truth? Well, that, that was going to be my point. So That was going to be my point. Yeah, too. I mean, at the end of the day, look, I, I'm, I'm more prone to believe people than not to believe people. But at this point with the FBI, it's wow. very difficult to accept. What? 268 people watching us on Facebook. Oh, wow. That's, see, that's why I want you to get that other thing, that chat. Can you, you, can you try to set up that chat thing? <laughs> that other chat thing? We'll okay. see if that works. Um, so, yeah, so... Oh, wait, hold on. Switch out read only, stream chat. Okay. I'm trying, well, I'm anyway, trying. Whatever. So, so when it comes to like what happened with, before with James Comey, right? And, and Peter Strzok and John Brennan and all those guys basically setting up Donald Trump, trying to spy on Donald Trump and then lying about it all that time. I mean, the FBI and the CIA, they're trained to lie. They're trained liars. So this idea that, and, and we know that they are sort of, you know, tr they've, they have in the past tried to help out Democrats and try to hurt Republicans. 
So this idea that they would just deny the idea that Antifa was involved in any way whatsoever. So here, so here's the thing about this that I think is troubling. Antifa may not have been involved in the sense that Antifa isn't uh, isn't a group like, you know, say say like, you know, the Ku Klux Klan or something like this. They're not an organized group. So you can have people who are associated with Antifa that aren't actually working on behalf of Antifa. They're working on behalf of, say, Nancy Pelosi, something like that. You know, or they might not be Antifa at all. They might just be left-wing operatives. So you can have um, an infiltration of people who are trying to create a false flag um, who are not necessarily part of the, the Antifa group um, officially, or they're not acting in that capacity. Um, but anyway, let's read what this report says anyway. FBI Director Ray, no apparent Antifa involvement in January 6th attack. Those who have been arrested for their involvement in the deadly melee, the deadly melee, they're calling it deadly. There's nothing deadly about it. And it wasn't a melee. It was ridiculous. Uh, so far are, quote, white supremacists and members of far-right extremist groups, uh, Ray Director, the Director Ray told Congress. That's, that's white supremacist. And come on, that's just not true. I mean, there, there are some probably white supremacists that were there. But it's not like, the way that this is written, it's as if they are all white supremacists or they're all part of white, you know, far-right groups. I don't think that's true. Let's see here. The FBI has found no evidence so far of far-left-wing groups such as Antifa. Well, we know there was one guy who was far-left Antifa for sure, uh, that black guy, I can't, I can't remember his name, um, such as Antifa participated in the violent mob of President Donald Trump's, uh, okay, of President, the violent mob of President Donald Trump supporters. That's a weird way of putting that. Whoever wrote this is not a good writer. Paul D. Schinkman. Where the hell did you learn to write? That's ridiculous. And the violent mob of President Donald Trump supporters who attacked the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, despite persistent conspiracy theories, the, the Bureau's director said on Tuesday, adding that raci racially motivated violent extremists, in other words, white supremacists, and members of militant groups such as the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers represent the um, preponderance of people arrested and, and that, look that might be true that might be true but just because those are the preponderance of people arrested that doesn't mean that it's the preponderance of people involved you can know that there are people involved that you don't want to arrest because they are they are somehow like I, look i'm not I, i'm not actually convinced that this whole thing was a setup or that there were a lot of people like a lot of antifa people involved in actually causing there was both sides trump supporters White supremacists. I, I only it. know for sure of one Antifa guy that was there. He's, he's very famous. I saw there. a comment before. Uh, somebody said, like from our previous episode, somebody said if there was like hardcore rednecks, they would come with guns to take over the capital. So... Uh, so that's why you're there's thinking an, that uh, there's no way because nobody had guns there. They weren't like hardcore militant. Yeah, interesting comment cars. on Facebook. Now I'm monitoring both. Oh, you Facebook were able to get the thing open. No, I didn't because I have to log in and every... I just have to... Well, All right. it's Good complicated. Job, okay. Job, we will improve it next time. So Eric Wade says, The FBI and CIA do not work for the American people. They never have. Well, I don't know if that's true. I think sometimes in the past there have been times in which they have been a little bit more helpful and other times there have been a little bit more in some other kind of interest. But by the way, the shadow's hitting your face again. What did I tell you? You were going to forget. Darling, I told you're always you. right. I win. Always right. I am always right. Okay. So <laughs> uh, let's see here. 
We're equal opportunity in looking for violent extremists of any ideology, FBI Director Christopher Wray told the Senate Judiciary Committee. You know, it's funny. Um, there's this um, thing I learned about magicians. Somebody, there's a magician that said this once. I don't remember who. But he said, um, anytime a magician says, you know, look, magicians use sleight of hand. Magicians use misdirection. Magicians use mirrors. Okay. I'm telling you now for this trick, I am not going to use any of these things. You know they're using those things. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's how you know they're using those. Because a magician will set up as a way of deceiving people uh, uh, this expectation of purity and cleanness. And like, you know, like saying I'm not using misdirection is a good way to misdirect people from what you're doing. So, um, like this idea that a, a, an agency that's trained to lie to people is out here telling us this is what we're doing we're we're totally neutral we would never have a bias i mean you can pretty much expect that they have a bias and that they're not neutral um be, because he's saying we're equal opportunity looking for violent, violent extremism of any ideology that indicates to me that they're not why would you say if you're like if i am not if I'm not like, um, cause I don't think he's been accused this far of having an idea, a biased idea, you know, looking specifically for conservative, you know, conservatives and not looking for leftists. I don't think that he's been accused of that. If you're accused of being a racist, you'll probably say, what the hell are you talking about? I'm not racist. But if you're, you don't just walk into a room with a bunch of, you know, different mixed race people and go, Hey, Hey, everybody, everybody, just to be clear, not racist, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You don't you don't start with that, right? You wait until somebody accuses you of it, and then you go, "What the hell are you talking about?" Like, and then you defend yourself. So this idea that um, that these people are um, they're not biased, and that they're coming out and going, "Guys, guys, guys, we're not biased," before even being accused of it, indicates to me that they're biased. All right, uh, told the Senate Judiciary Committee on Tuesday morning that the bureau's investigation. Uh, sorry, the Bureau's investigation since the deadly violence at the U.S. Capitol. Stop calling it deadly. They keep calling it deadly. Did they not hear that the fire fire extinguisher thing was a hoax or was like fake reporting? Well, well, the woman was shot. Okay, but that, okay, saying that it's deadly suggests that the reason that people died was because those storming the Capitol killed people. That's not what happened. People stormed the Capitol and then police shot somebody. That's not. That's not it's not what you would call a deadly riot. That's what you would call a riot in which rioters which were unjustly which shot. Which wasn't a, a riot. I wouldn't call. No, it, it wasn't a deadly deadly riot. This is, uh, we're not Antifa guys. Um, does that mean we're not looking? Okay, that does not mean we're not looking, and we'll continue to look. Ray said, "I do not trust Christopher Ray at all." And you know why I don't trust him? I don't trust him because Biden kept him on. If 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 this guy was like a neutral guy, if he was like a reasonable person. Biden would have fired him and, and brought in a leftist. The, the fact that he's kept him in his position indicates to me that this guy is no friend of conservatives. Um, but anyway, but they're saying that they've done this thorough investigation and no, no Antifa has been found. Look, I, okay, I, I'm going to finish with this. I do think it's possible that the people who stormed the Capitol were more or less exclusively conservatives. We know that there was one Antifa guy. I'm sure there were more people. I don't in the think there is one. There is, I think there's many more. There was this one guy, I forget his name, and he had like a, a, a photographer with her who had worked with CNN and stuff like that. And they, they went in to report on it and stuff. And, you know, and people are saying like he, he was somebody who helped to agitate the, the Trump people and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And that was all kind of the plan. Look, 
that may be true. If Christopher Ray's lying, then that's true. But I, I actually do keep an open mind with the possibility that these were just frustrated Trump supporters who believed that the election was stolen and felt like they needed to do something somewhat dramatic to get the attention of Congress. Because I actually think that that's okay. I actually think that's something they should have done. You know, And the fact that some girl got killed because of it is ridiculous. If you watch most of the footage of the people at the Capitol, they were casually walking through the Capitol. They weren't doing anything. They weren't doing any damage. There were a few kind of more vicious people. We, I did see some footage of somebody with a bullhorn yelling into a room at the Capitol, telling them what the, the different places were, how to get in, and stuff like that. And all those people seemed like they were Antifa. They did not seem to be conservatives. So I, I don't know that definitely those people weren't conservatives. Those are definitely left wing. And you saw a lot of people at the Capitol saying there are there are leftists here. There are left, you know, there's Antifa here. There's Antifa here. And the thing I think that is the most telling is that there was no counter protest. There was no official Antifa there officially counter protesting what was going on. So to me, that that's a huge indication that somebody was told stand stand down. Stand down. I think that, that Antifa, Black Lives Matter people were told to stand down. Oh, and it's possible that some of them were in there causing trouble and that Christopher Ray is just intentionally not finding evidence of them for whatever reason. I think that's a possibility. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily true, but I think it's possibly true. Well, I think there's, there were way, way more uh, Antifa people than you think. Well, I, I, I'm not saying that there weren't. I'm just saying I don't know one way or the other. Okay. I don't have evidence to say one way or the other, but I do suspect it's it's very possible that, that there were a lot more Antifa there than are being reported by Christopher Ray here. I think he and, and if there were, I think he probably knows that there were and he's lying. Um, I don't trust him. I don't trust him. All right, guys. We're going on to the next story. Okay. Let's go, Valeria. What do we got? 41 days into his term, and Biden still hasn't held a solo press conference. Yeah, so... <laughs> well, he did He did uh, some live streams on YouTube, which was like 600 people watching him. Was I it think. really? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Well, okay, so... so yeah, Like, sp Trump, Trump uh, CPAC speech, 3 million views in one day, and Trump's live stream, like, 100,000 views in a week. Yeah. Something like yeah. this. All right. So let's have a look at this. Okay. So let's just read this story. Biden, 41 days into term, still hasn't held a solo press conference. I think this is just funny. I think this is He's just funny. He's not capable. I wrote a tweet the other day and I just wrote, Where, where's Joe Biden? You In know how basement. they have this thing, where's Hunter? I'm like, where's Joe? I know where he is. Where is he? Do you remember that article that CNN said? I think that was CNN. Uh, did Biden go to sleep early and like watching fireplace? <laughs> All right, let's let's keep reading here. It's uh, it's 41 days and counting since President Biden entered the White House, but he has yet to hold a solo news conference. Biden has talked to reporters briefly uh, before boarding the presidential aircraft and taking questions from some reporters that. Uh, when he made statements about the coronavirus and other matters, and his administration has also resumed the uh, resumed <laughs> resumed naked, the daily na naked Emily Ratajkowski. Oh, pregnant, fully yeah. That's probably YouTube is probably gonna Sorry, restrict this. Sorry, this is New York speech. Post. This is New York Post. I can't. I, I'm not. I'm not responsible. Um, actually, I really like Emily uh, Ratajkowski, whatever her last name, because she's 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 sort of become 
a bit red-pilled. So, fantastic, Emily. Um, if Valeria ever leaves me, call me. Pregnant and barefoot. <laughs> I wrote a tweet today. What was I? Oh, frick, I forgot to tell it. That was going to be my opening thing. Let's see here. It's my joke of the day, guys. You ready? ready for this? <laughs> This is this is pure genius, pure gold. Just wait for it. I wrote, Feminists are crazy. No man wants his wife slaving away in the kitchen, barefoot and pregnant. Don't be ridiculous. We want you in high heels. That was my that was my joke for the day. Yeah, I heard this before, so that's why I'm not laughing. not barefoot and pregnant. High high heels and lingerie. Lingerie. And not pregnant necessarily. Well, how will Biden the Biden? Yes. Supposed to supposed to hold press conference if his own press secretary yeah. can answer questions. Yeah, yeah. The only thing she can do is a circle back. What 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 Biden will circle say? Circle back, Saki. Yeah, I, I mean he we we all know that he is inept. He's he's incompetent. He, he can't function as the president. And the really weird thing about that was that you know we obviously we said that when he was running. And Democrats all said, what are you talking about? He's amazing. He's amazing. He's perfect. He's, he's brilliant. Oh, I forgot to do the show. I forgot to do the intro. Okay, I'll do the intro now. You ready, guys? <laughs> ready? Ready for the intro, guys? Hold on. Toxic masculinity. Oh, yeah. You see that? I should have done that at the beginning of the show. Sorry. <laughs> Messed up, guys. Messed up. All right. So, um, yeah, let's get back to this story. Uh, we all knew who was incompetent before he, you know, before he, he was elected. And Democrats were like, I think at one point Kamala Harris was talking about how he's how good he is at debating, and she was like, he's just so good, he's just so good. And I'm like, that is the most obvious lie I've ever heard in my life. He's not even trying. All right, let's see here. Uh, Biden, okay, Biden's talked to reporters, blah blah blah, but he's yet to face reporters alone. The lack of press conference is in stark contrast to his predecessors from former Barack Obama. Uh, held uh, one 20 days after he was inaugurated, and former President Donald Trump took questions 20, 27 days in. And also, Donald Trump basically just spoke to the public every single day, all day, and you know did all, all kinds of impromptu press conferences and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, the lack of a solo presser comes despite a flurry of executive actions Biden has taken since January 20th. Look, it's much worse than this article's making it seem. It, it, this article's making it seem... Like, oh, here's here's Biden with the halo. They love to take these pictures of Biden with this presidential seal behind him because it makes him look not like just this. Biden. I think like Obama too. Yeah, but Biden's worse. They seem to be doing this a lot, where they're well, like, let's get um, Biden with this halo around him, like he's a saint or something. You, so uh, Chris, you actually had an intro in the beginning. Huh? You had an intro in the beginning, just so you know. Did I? Yeah. No, I didn't. Okay, Elena, he doesn't believe you. Yeah, she's wrong. Don't interrupt me with lies. Fake news. But anyway, anyway, well, sorry, I'm getting off topic. Uh, it's much worse than this, just he's not taking a solo press conference. The, the horrible thing about all this is that um, he, he's, he's not even really out and about at all. He's not he's, communicating that's at what all. I, that, that's what I actually wanted to say. He's not going anywhere. He's not going. I haven't really seen many group press conferences. It's been like a couple of things. He's come out and talked a little bit. But it's not like he's on the news much. He's not on the news I mean, much. He he's can not... say, for, I mean, this moment he can say, oh, there's still COVID, even though I get the vaccine and whatever, I'm old. And <laughs> he, 
he can like say COVID, I can't people, group of people, dangerous and stuff like this. But what is he gonna say in two years, three <laughs> years? I don't think he's gonna be alive there. Sorry. You think not, that, not okay, this is say. breaking news, guys. Valeria but, thinks Biden will die in the next two years. I think less, actually, but, I mean, it's kind uh, of a terrible thing to say, but mm, looks like he's just fading, and, like, he's weak and weaker every... Weaker yeah, weaker. They, they really don't want to put him out in front of the public all that much because they know how weak he looks. He, they know how bad he looks. He's the worst person we could possibly have gotten as president, I think. I mean, I think, I don't know, maybe maybe Bernie Sanders would have been worse or AOC or something like that. Um, all right, this is ridiculous. Of course, of course he's unfit for office. Enough about this. Moving on. Next story. Okay. <laughs> That's actually, I think, my favorite. Dr. Seuss jumps 50,000% after ban. Yeah, so this is kind of a cool story. So Dr. Seuss... Um, was banned um and there's a subsequent story do i have the subsequent story no no that's another one um he was banned they were he, he was banned by i guess a teacher's union or something like this um they said basically he's a racist and we can't we can't celebrate him even though like national reading day or whatever is based on his birthday but we're still supposed to pretend that he's a horrible person and he's canceled and all this kind of stuff and then the biden administration canceled him too the biden administration said like National Reading Day or something is like no longer, we're not going to include Dr. Seuss anymore, even though kids for decades have loved him. Um, just an absolutely ridiculous cancellation of a, of, a, of a figure who is beloved by children. It doesn't look like cancellation. Well, so this is the reaction, right? When you, when you cancel people, he's a leftist as well. Dr. Seuss was a leftist. He was like, a, I think he might have even been, I mean, he was like an anti-communist. But he was definitely like, in terms of being an American, he was definitely a Democrat his whole life. And um, he was definitely an anti-racist. He was definitely an anti-racist. And so these people who are trying to cancel him, I don't even think they know anything about him. They're just morons, you know. And, um, and so parents all over the country have been like, oh, yeah, you know what? I grew up on Dr. Seuss. F these people. I'm going to buy Dr. Seuss for my kids. And I love that. I love that. I don't even like Dr. Seuss. When I was a kid, I thought the Dr. Seuss stuff was stupid. But you know what? I, I want a kid, and I want to buy Dr. Seuss now. <laughs> Maybe I'll buy some for my nieces. I don't know. Let's see. Banned Dr. Seuss books spiked nearly $50,000 on Amazon sales, uh, on the Amazon sales rankings chart. See, this is what happens. This is what happens, you stupid leftists. When you cancel somebody and it's this stupid, this is what we do. This is what we do. You just You just make them more famous. You just make them more popular. Sales of recently announced banned Dr. Seuss books spike on Amazon.com Tuesday after they were canceled by the left. Dr. Seuss, Seuss's books were amongst the leading 17 of the top uh, 50. Uh, good Lord. Okay. I, I never learned to read, clearly. Come on, man. I should have, I should have read more on, Dr. Man. Seuss when I was a kid. Dr. Seuss's books were among the leading 17 on the top 50 list of Amazon's movers and shakers on Tuesday morning after the ban was announced. The books... Um, Oh, good Lord. I, I'm not going to read these. He, he, okay. McElliot's Pool, On Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Egg Super, and Think I Saw It on Mulberry Street, blah, 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 all these other ones, will no longer be published. Oh, maybe that's why. That must be why. Because they're saying we're not going to publish these anymore. So people were like, shoot, i got to buy these. No! 
<laughs> they went so and they... we have to buy it also, Chris. These books portray people in a way that are hurtful and wrong, Dr. Seuss Enterprise told the Associated Press in a statement. But the sales rank of the books, the book, this one book in particular, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, was up almost 50,000%. On the list, and it was ranked 50, as number one. Scrambled percent. Yeah. Fifty thousand percent. Yeah, and scrambled eggs, uh, scrambled eggs supper, and is that supper or super? Scrambled eggs super. I've never heard of that book. And be uh, on beyond zebra were ranked number three and number four. I don't actually remember those books as a kid. I didn't have those ones. Um, a Virginia school district banned the author's books from their Read Across America program Monday. That's it. This is the Virginia school district. It wasn't a teachers union, but I think a teachers union did too. Dr. Seuss is now racist. So this, oop, shoot, that was a mistake. Dr. Seuss is now racist. Consider this your woke cancel culture warning. In the event your children are spotted with copies and or authorities find that you've read the stories to your children. <laughs> oh, I love Breitbart. Um, President, President Joe Biden eliminated all mentions of Dr. Seuss in his proclamation to um, celebrate Read Across America Day, despite eager endorsements from the, uh, the author by uh, his predecessor, Barack Obama. His president, well, it's not really his predecessor, but okay. Um, one of his predecessors, I guess. All right. In 2016, President Obama wrote, March 2nd is also the birthday of one of America's revered wordsmiths, Theodore Seuss Gazelle, or Dr. Seuss. Maybe it's Giselle. I don't know. Uh, you used, he used his incredible talent to instill uh, in his most impressionable readers universal values that we all hold dear. And that's true. You know what? That's true. I love this. I love this so much. Screw you, cancel culture. We win again. All right. Anything to anything to add? Uh, Did you read Dr. Seuss when you were in Russia? No. Your little Russian Dr. Seuss books? No. <laughs> well, obviously not, darling. I'm, I'm kind of making a joke there. Um, shall we move on to the next story? Yep. All right. By the way, I don't see the article about Texas canceling mask mandates. Did you hear about that? I didn't. I did not hear about that. Cancel mask mandates and all the businesses should open. In can Texas. we? Can we? So wait, what move, happened? Can we? Can we move to Texas? <laughs> That's what. Wait, you mean? hold on. So wait, what are you saying? Like, uh, they they opened all the businesses. They ended all the mask mandates. Mask mandates. In yeah, Texas? you can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, that's great. Maybe we should move to Texas. Where was I thinking? Oh, I there is a story about a place we might move, but we'll but we'll get to that later okay so next one let's let's go to the next one yeah joy reed joy reed reed yeah. implies tim scott is a token uh well yeah so here we go so msnbc's joy reed says tim scott was only present at a G gop press conference because of diversity oh. because we're all racist and we want people to think we're not so let's go ahead and watch this and uh, let's see what you guys think about it. It's pretty funny. This was his take on the minimum wage over the weekend. The minimum wage is something that is particularly uh, troubling and harmful at a time. See, so, so they're talking about the minimum wage here. People this is Tim Scott. I worked for less than the minimum side. wage. I worked for the minimum wage. I, I started busing tables out of the quota that I just mentioned that you're going to increase the amount of money that they have to pay their workers by over 50%, 50% increase. You got to love the uh, Tim Scott standing there to provide the patina of diversity over that uh, round of words, that uh, basket full of words. What do you make, Senator John? 
Well, they could also say they put a mask with the American flag on him on purpose. Yeah, how dare they represent the American flag like that? It's obviously just it's obviously just the patina of patriotism. I mean, they they are unbelievable because the left uses you know, they trot out black people all the time as like, look how diverse we are, look how diverse they, they we are. But if Republicans do it, it's supposed to be disingenuous because we're all racists, right? That's what their thinking is. When Tim Scott, okay, look, I'll tell you something about Tim Scott. Uh, you know, Tim Scott's not one of the most famous uh, Republicans. He's not like a GOP superstar or anything like this. But he's more or less beloved. He's more or less beloved as, as, a, as a good man. And he's somebody that we all like and admire. And, and he's, you know... Um, I see him on the news from time to time, and I always like what he has to say, and he's a solid conservative. And, and this really is the difference between how conservatives think about race and how leftists think about race. Leftists think about, think about race as, like, we've got, a, we've got the, these black people, right? So that this is, these are all points for us. And you've got a few black people, which maybe is a few points for you, but you don't really like them, so we don't count them anyway. And it's like, guys... Who the hell cares if they're black or white? What cares is if they share your principles, they share your ethics, you know, they share your values. Tim Scott's a good man. That's why we like him. It's not because he's black. We, we could not care less if he's black. Honestly, if I'd seen that press conference, I wouldn't even have noticed. The f I know who Tim Scott is, so I just would have seen him and thought, okay, there's a Republican up there with the other guy. I mean, that's, I mean, like unconsciously, I don't even think it would have crossed my mind that, oh, one of our guys back there is black. Yes, we got a black guy in the shot. Republicans just don't think like that. I mean, I'm sure there are some Republicans who do think like that, that are very strategically minded and they're trying to, you know, indeed create some kind of a visual representation that indicates that we like diversity or something like that. I'm sure there are people in the Republican Party like that. Pretty much every Democrat is like that. I mean, pretty much every Democrat is like, you know, we need representation. We need represent. That's how you guys think, okay, Joy Reid? That is not how Republicans think. We do not care about that stuff. The vast majority of Republicans, I would say all of us, okay, if we have anybody who thinks like that, they're probably hired to come in and do some kind of staging of stuff, and they, they, have nothing, they, they don't share our values. If they're thinking about race that way. We don't care about race, you stupid woman. We don't care about that. You, you're an idiot, Joy Reid. You're an idiot. You don't, you don't, you can't perceive the way that Republicans think because you are a racist. You think in racial terms. Republicans think in terms of principles and values. That's how we think. That's how we think. Um, except for Valeria. Valeria is a terrible person and she hates everyone who's not Russian. <laughs> That's not true at all. She's, she's great. Uh, Valeria, also a strong conservative. And, you know, I think, I think she agrees. And think, what do you, what do you say, darling? Well, I think after what you just said, I just lost my job. Well, <clears throat> <laughs> that you were complaining about work. Come on, everybody complains about work a little bit. No, you said yeah, I'm a Republican. You can't say. This oh yeah, yeah. Dangerous. I can't say. Valeria's a conservative, and she works in Hollywood. She'll get in trouble. Um. All right. Well, that's all I have to say about that. I find these kinds of accusations incredibly infuriating and annoying, and I think that Joy Reid is a horrible person. Um. But that's it for that story, I think, unless you have something to say. No. All right, well, let's move on to the next one. Trevor Noah admits it was foolish to praise Cuomo. 
Yes, this is kind of a cool story, actually. This is one of the few times that I have ever had something nice to say about a leftist. And I actually went on and I defended uh, Andrew Cuomo a couple days ago on the show. Yeah, and now I'm going to say something harassment? nice about Trevor Noah. And I don't like Trevor Noah. I think Trevor Noah is a dick. That's what I think of Trevor Noah. And here's the reason I think that, okay? Because when the Covington High School thing came about, I mean, despite he always says nasty things about Trump. But that's sort of typical of a leftist in Hollywood. I don't really give him much. I don't, I don't really have a problem with Trevor Noah for that reason. What I don't like about Trevor Noah, what really pissed me off about him, is what he said about the Covington kids. When they did that, when, when, when Co the Covington situation came about, he remarked about it after it was exposed as fake news, right? Because originally it was reported that these Covington boys had, you know, like, like um, been harassing this, this old Indian man, right? Maybe old Indian man was harassing the boy? Well, that's exactly what it was, right? So then it turned out, well, actually, the Indian guy was harassing the boys. The boys were just standing there minding their own business. He came up to them, started hitting this drum in their face. And so everybody in the media was like, ooh, crap. We, we made a big mistake. Now, they wouldn't admit to making the mistake. They just said, well, well, he, he you know, that, that boy, what was it, um, that chick from, I think it was ABC or NBC, I don't know, Savannah Guthrie. She what? goes, wasn't it, wasn't it so, uh, what did she say? There's something, there's something creepy, not creepy. Not well, creepy, you, no, no. It was, you know what I think said. she said, there's something, there's something aggressive about just standing, standing there. Standing there. Go ahead and do the impression. I want to see it. <laughs> she said, isn't there something, isn't there something, I think it, the, the word she used was aggressive. Isn't there something aggressive about just standing there, standing your ground? Not, not aggressive. I don't think it was the word aggressive. Well, whatever she said. She, anyway, she's a horrible person. And she was sitting there trying to defend the media for inappropriately accusing this kid of harassing this guy and, and sort of implying that they're racist, right? And um, the whole thing turned out to be a hoax. The whole, the whole thing turned out to be fake news, a big lie. And instead of taking ownership for making the mistake, everybody in the media was like defending themselves. No, no, we're awesome. We're awesome. So this guy, uh, what's his name? Trevor Noah. So Trevor Noah comes out and he, and he addresses this whole confrontation after having known everything. He didn't have to say anything. He didn't have to say anything. He could have just said either completely ignored the topic or he could have said, yeah, I mean, the media came out and they, they said something too soon and blah, blah, blah. And he did say all that stuff. But he also said this. He said, but did you see, did you see how smug that kid looked? He just looked so smug. And he said, I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, I just wanted to punch that kid in the face. He just he looked so smug. And he kind of defended this as if this was okay. Like it's okay to hate somebody because you don't like their facial expression when you're attacking them. This Indian guy goes up and he's smashing a drum in this guy's face. And because the media doesn't like the look of the kid's face, it's okay to punch him in the face? Like, what the hell's wrong with you people? It's a freaking teenager. So what if they have a hat on that you don't like, that, that you don't like the politics of, right? See, the problem is they're so delusional. They've associated Donald Trump with racism. They don't, they've associated these Donald Trump supporters with racism. And so now they, they believe that they're justified in saying that you should be able to punch Trump supporters in the face. They're, they're, they've gone completely mental, you know, and they're still there. Even though Trump's out of office, they're still there. They're still in their sort of Trump derangement syndrome insanity. So that really pissed me off about Trevor Noah. But, um, but now I'm going to defend him <laughs> because that's the kind of guy I am.
So here, Trevor Noah mocks people who who uh, praised Andrew Cuomo last year after calling himself a Cuomo sexual. A Cuomo sexual. But the funny thing is, he does recognize that he actually basically effed up, right? He basically effed up. So let's go ahead and watch this. I think this is pretty great. And I'll tell you, man, all those people who praised Cuomo oh, so shoot. highly lost. Sorry, I I I tend That's to watch. That's how you watch I just, YouTube videos. I tend to watch things in two X. Um, because I, I don't because have enough time. There's not, not enough time, time in the day. For anything. I don't have time. I don't have time. Oh, okay, let's play. People who praised Cuomo so highly last year. Whew. Those people really don't look so smart now. Delete the tapes. Delete the tapes. Delete them all. I mean, <laughs> it must be so embarrassing. Can you imagine if you're one of those people? <laughs> Just burn them. I don't give a shit. Burn them. <laughs> so he's he's obviously making a joke here mm -hmm. about how you know he he was one of those people he messed up and and uh, I think that's a beautiful thing you know what uh, if he's willing to own up to it this is one of the very rare times I've seen a leftist own up to it so Trevor Noah I know you watch my show uh, <laughs> no of course he doesn't Valerie just looked at me like really um, for a second I believe you I I highly doubt he has any idea who I am. Um, but anyway, yeah, Trevor Noah, I know you're watching. Um, good job. That's, I mean, respect, respect. You, you, you saw a mistake that you made and you owned up to it. Um, okay, let's go ahead and play what he actually said <laughs> about Andrew Cuomo, which I think is actually quite funny. Let me just make sure I've got the audio on for this. Yes, I do. All right. We are back with Trevor Noah. So do you watch, uh, I, I know, and I also saw you talk about on the news that you can't watch the news that much because it's too depressing. You watch in the morning, you get a little recap at night, but you must be having to keep up with it for your show. Yes, I keep up, I keep up with information, but I think people must be careful about what they watch to, like, as news. You know, one thing that is an unfortunate byproduct of having 24-hour news in America is they'll always fool the news. And so I always warn people, I go like, be careful, something bad can be happening, Hold on, but it's not let's... the worst thing because we're helping people a little more informed. And ridiculously silly. Uh, and Which have is a, equally a nice important. Standard. Well, yeah, I mean, important. yes, for sure. And and I talked to, to Gavin Newsom and I'm talking to people to help spread Who's the word that on guy? things Sorry. that are important. And I know, you know, obviously that's, that's mainly what I you do. I think it's a gag so for her show. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Sanders dropping out and endorsing Biden? Um, I think it's great to see Hold on, I don't, sorry, I've obviously missed the when spot. when your kid has a birthday party, one people, I go like, be careful not... Yes. What have I done? Something bad can be happening. I've lost the spot. I've lost the spot. Than yeah. having to and teach if anybody deserves... If... Trevor, you call yourself a Cuomosexual, and I, I, I agree <laughs> with you. I feel like I'm a Cuomosexual, too. <laughs> yeah, I think um, it's been really... It genuinely has been very inspiring and, and refreshing to see uh, a leader like Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, who's come out and engaged his briefings in a non-political way. He's Amazing. engaged them as a leader. He's engaged them as a human being. He's also taken blame for things where he says, look, yeah. I understand that I'm doing what a guy. things that so people balanced. are going to hate me for, and I'm willing to make these decisions because I think it's the best thing for human life first. We can always we can always create business afterwards. I I think he's been informative. I think he's been informed. And like once I saw people online falling in love with him, there's a group of women who came out and they said, we, we're we falling in love with Cuomo. And I said, well, yeah, everyone everyone should be a Cuomo-sexual in that way. Like you should love a leader who engages the people and remembers that they're serving the people as opposed to, you know, the people working for them. So 
Any leader who's doing that in a crisis, I applaud them. The bar for leaders. The anyway, he's, it's obviously just, you know, he's a delusional sycophant, right? He's, 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 he hates Trump. Right, a lot of this has to do with Trump derangement oh, are you syndrome. Sure? Yeah, it's it's a lot of this has to do with the fact that we want to contrast what Trump's doing with what Andrew Cuomo's doing, and uh, the reports had been out at the time that he said this. The reports had been out about the nursing home situation, and you know how bad Andrew Cuomo would actually f things up over there in New York. Um, but the left didn't want to hear about it. The left didn't want to see it. They didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to think about it. You know, like uh, they were doing this and they were doing this and they were doing this all at the same time. And, um, you know, he's, he's out there talking about how great Cuomo is. It's like you wouldn't have had to make a joke about how you were so stupid a year ago if you just paid attention to what was happening. But the left doesn't want to watch Fox News. They don't want to read Breitbart. They don't want to read the New York Post. They don't want to read the opinion section of the Wall Street Journal. They don't want to think about um, these things that are, that are happening in reality because they want to live in their leftist bubble. And that's, this is the consequence of that. I mean, the... the the problem that I see is there's no serious consequence. He just gets to make another joke, about a self-deprecating joke on his show. There's no actual consequence for pushing this false narrative. You know, you get Cuomo, um, uh, you know, you get Cuomo, you get Biden elected president, you know, legitimately or illegitimately, whatever. Um, legitimately, just legitimately. for YouTube monetization right totally here. Legitimately totally legitimately elected president. Legi and, I can't um, pronounce this word. Fair election. Fairly, fairly, uh, be, you know, because of people like like him, you know, partially at least, uh, you know, he's responsible for the Biden win in some small way, uh, and uh, you know, and he blocked that news. He he pretended that that wasn't uh, real, and now it's all come out that it is real, and uh, people like him look silly. But there's no real serious consequence, and uh, it's a bit of a shame. It's a bit of a shame, and I, you know, again, I do applaud him for taking, you know taking responsibility for being wrong, you know, for admitting that he was wrong. But, all, you know, I don't think that he would ever do that if the Democrats, if the leftist media hadn't finally recognized that Cuomo had messed up. And actually, I don't even think he would have done it had this sexual assault allegation stuff, sexual assault, sexual harassment stuff come out. But sexual harassment stuff is so stupid, by the way. It's so stupid. Oh, Andrew Cuomo flirted with me and I didn't like it because he's ugly. Like, if, if, if Andrew Cuomo was a very good-looking guy, if he was like, you know, young Brad Pitt, these girls wouldn't be complaining. All the stuff that he did was only sexual harassment because he's ugly. So I'll ask Valeria this. Valeria. Yes. If a very, very handsome man, say me, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, if you're single, right? Okay. Had out of the blue bought you flowers, would you think it was romantic or would you think it was creepy? Romantic. Now, if a very, very ugly guy out of the blue buys you flowers, like, say, that guy on the movie set that was irritating you today, would it be romantic or creepy? Um, Your face says it all, I think. <laughs> Your look of total disgust. Well, it's not creepy, yeah. but nice try, because he at least <laughs> nice. has some balls <laughs> Okay. to buy me a flower. See, we live in uh, Beta, California. Where uh, guys don't even have the balls to make grand romantic gestures. No, because or the problem is that guys are so scared yeah. that flowers can be um, perceived yeah. as a sexual harassment. Well, that's that's my point. Now everything perceived as sexual exactly. harassment. Right. right. 
right. the see, wrong look. See, see the, the problem is I'm know? asking somebody who's a little bit too sensible. I need to talk to a leftist girl because, but there, I'm but I Russian. Do, you're talking to a wrong girl. Yeah, exactly. But I do think that there is a perception amongst women naturally, to some degree, that if a guy goes up to you and like puts puts his hand on your arm or something like that, and you find him attractive, you'll be like, "Oh, that's nice." But if you put your hand on on your arm and you think he's ugly, you'll be like, "That's gross. Get away from me." I don't like the word ugly. What do you mean you don't like the word ugly? So there's no ugly people in the world? There is people who I don't attract to. <laughs> there's people who I'm attracted uh, to by their look. Okay, my God. I don't like cold people. Valeria, ugly. Valeria, let's step out of fantasy world into reality. There are ugly people. It happens. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the, the most, um, I would say, oppressed group of people. Not yes. black, not Asians, not... Yes. Yes, that's something that I've been saying for years. If if you know, black people say they got it bad. Women say they got it bad. LGBT says they got it bad. You've only really got it bad, guys, if you're horribly ugly. That's the that's the class of people who I feel sorry for, because I because, I, because I went to school with some ugly people and people treating you by your look first. Oh oh yeah, absolutely. First. Absolutely. The, the, yeah, and, and then... not all, not everybody all the time, but a lot of people a lot of the time do treat people. Positively or negatively, at least at first when they first meet you, by how you know well dressed you are, by how handsome you are, by how beautiful you are, whatever it is, um, you know the visual aspect of people is very strong. You know, people are motivated by that quite a bit. So it's just human nature. You know, it's it's maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. I don't know, but it's it's it is how it is. Okay, I think we have to move on to the next. Uh, we're story. okay. Yeah, we're we taking a little bit too much time. We have ten minutes and we have two topics. All right. Okay. Next topic. Let's go. Biden bans reporters from child migrant detention facilities. Did I pronounce it wrong? Migrant? 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 Yeah, yeah, no, migrant. That's right. Yeah, <gasps> I'm so sure. awesome. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, Biden administration will not allow reporters to tour migrant detention facilities. Even like CNN, MSNBC? No, no one. And they're saying it's because of COVID. You're not allowed in the migrant facility. It's not because we don't want you to broadcast pictures of kids in cages. It's because of COVID. That's why. That's why. Nice excuse, Biden. Nice excuse. That's what we call total BS. That's what we call total BS. Um, let's see here. The Biden administration will not allow reporters to tour juvenile detention facilities um, now housing unaccompanied minors who came across the United States-Mexico border uh, seeking asylum. Quote, reporters will not be allowed inside the Carrizo Springs facility for unaccompanied minors that will that was recently opened under the Obama... Fuck. I mean, darn. <laughs> Sorry, I swore on a live broadcast. I've never done that before. That's a bit embarrassing. Okay. Um, so they're trying to, again, like, we, to win some time to destroy cages. What are they trying to do? No, they're basically just, they just don't want pictures up uh, of... Kids still being in cages? Yeah, because they were so unbelievably critical of Trump. They were like, oh, Trump's so evil. He's putting kids in cages, he's putting kids in cages. Now they're realizing that they have to do the same thing because that's basically just how it works. You can't just bring in unaccompanied minors into the U.S. and just like let them go into the general population. I think that's what they're going to do. They don't have a choice. They're trying to find families for them to live with. They and can, all that they kind can of stuff. send them back. I need to have a split screen for when you and I are talking at the same time. I need to, I need to make one. Anyway, um, yeah. Anyway, look. The point is just this. The point is that 
it's a lot more nuanced and difficult a situation to handle responsibly than the Biden administration was admitting when Trump was dealing with it. You know, when Trump was dealing with it, he was just a racist and he was being mean to people and he was a horrible person. Now that Biden's doing it, it's like, oh, well, actually, this is a bit difficult and we have to be careful and it's nuanced and blah, 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 blah. And they, they ended up doing exactly what Trump did because they realized this is actually the most humane way to treat these kids. They don't, they, they didn't realize that until they had the responsibility of actually doing it. And now, and now they realize. So I just think that's funny. I just think that that's very ironic that that they're they're in this situation. We've covered it already on the show, but the fact that now they don't even let reporters in at all because they're like, oh, because of COVID, it's because of COVID. It's such a lie. They're just doing that. You know, they're just doing that for optics. What do you mean lie? It's a lie that the That's reason they don't want. That's because Chris. Huh? COVID is real. <laughs> no, I'm not saying COVID's not real. real. See, this is how they twist your That's words. For, that's for YouTube monetization. <laughs> it's for YouTube. I have to monetization. do that. This is how they get you guys. It's how they twist your words. Yeah. You say that it's a lie that the reason that they're not letting reporters into the, into the facilities is because of COVID, and they go, "What? What do you mean COVID's not real?" True. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, shall we move on to the next story? And the last story is Poland fights social media censorship. Poland. Oh, Poland. interesting. Poland. Yeah. I'm I'm a seven percent Polish. Are you? I'm a bit Polish as well, actually. My really? grandmother's mom, 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 mom. I think something like that. She's Polish. She's Poland. But uh, I love this story. I love this story. So big tech companies may face millions in fines with Poland's new anti-censorship law. I love you, Poland. Shit. Where are my polls at? <laughs> I, I don't know if there's anybody from Poland. Please make this show popular in Poland because we love you. You're our new favorite country outside the United States of America. All right. Big tech companies may face millions in fines. I already read that. Okay. They could face fines up to $13.5 million. Holy crap. All right. New legislation introduced in Poland would fine big tech companies up to uh, $13.5 million if they illegally censored Polish citizens. Can we get Polish citizenship? There's a first super chat comment on YouTube. Whoa. We Woo! got a super chat, ladies and gentlemen. Do you want to read it or should we wait? I think you should read it, darling. It's, it's your it's show. From, Please read this Dragon first. Dragon Ace, nineteen ninety two. Five us $5. What an awesome person. Uh, yay, I finally caught you live, Mr. Reagan. Hi, Valeria. We love you, Dragon Ace. You're an awesome person. Okay. I don't know if you're a man or woman, but I think it's a dude. I don't think there's a lot of women who are like, dragons, yeah. Maybe, maybe some. Let's see here. Um, okay, free speech council. A free speech council would be set up by the government, where users who feel that they were unfairly censored by big tech companies could appeal. And if the council found that the post in question had had not broken any Polish law, then the company would be subject to a fine of fifty million zlotys. I don't know what that is. Zlotys. It's the currency. Zlotys. 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 It's, it's gold. Five million dollars. <laughs> oh my god! Just for one. Just for one violation, they could be. So that could be, I mean, that could be hundreds of millions or billions of dollars even, depending on how many um, violations. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so that's the thing you were telling me about. We have to move to Poland now. <laughs> exactly. So the justice minister. Okay, who, who's this guy? All right. Okay, sorry. Deputy Justice Minister Sebastian Kaleta. Uh, Kaleta said that it was very disturbing that big tech companies 
uh, saw themselves as empowered enough to ban President Trump when he was still in office, saying that it sent a message to the world that they could ban anyone whenever they wanted. Poland spent 45 years under communism, he added. It's taught us the value of free speech. Well, at least somebody knows the value of free speech. I think we need to give Poland a round of applause. You ready? Yep. Poland, we love you. You are awesome. You are too awesome. So... Oh, there's another comment. There's another comment. Is it four ninety nine? Chris, we're killing you today. I sent you pics of Jen Psaki being weird, weird as f in your Twitter DMs. <laughs> oh, should we just play that on the show? Should I open up my Twitter? Let's see here. Well, Chris, you, you get paid four ninety nine. You better to open your Twitter. Yeah, oh. exactly. Is that true? <laughs> oh my god. That's really funny. I, I think that's funny. You know, I noticed she... Yeah, she does this when she's like... Do this things with her mouth. And uh, she also always touches her hair like 100 times in, a, in an hour. It's not a good sign. When you're like always like... She's you like know, touching herself. She's gonna get COVID. Did this. She's gonna get COVID. <laughs> Uh, okay, so so here's my here's my thing about Poland, right? So I decided to look up Poland. Uh, so I wrote I wrote beautiful Poland. I didn't want to see the ugly bits. I'm sure there's some ugly bits of Poland as well. But oh my gosh, what a beautiful country! Chris, if you will Google "spring in Russia" in English, it's gonna be beautiful pictures. Well, yeah, but they're communists and they're lying. If you're gonna Google "spring in Russia" in Russian. It's going to be the most horrible that's true. dirt roads, yeah, dark sky, rain, mud everywhere. <laughs> that's funny. It's right. true. I checked it myself. Well, so look at these castles. Look at this valley. I mean, that is unbelievable. It's almost like Switzerland, no? It's a little bit like Switzerland. I mean, I wouldn't mind living in Switzerland. And then look at this. Woman. What does this mean? Beautiful woman Poland. Let's Hello. Click on that. Valeria. We're, we're moving to Poland. Sorry. It's... <laughs> <laughs> but look, come on. They look just like you. Look, it's like Valeria, basically. I told you I'm 7%. You're 7% Polish. Well, yeah. maybe this is why you're ridiculously um, beautiful woman. This is this is great. I think we got to go Poland. I'm kidding, obviously. No, um, guys, I, guys, I am not allowed to partake in the local cuisine here in Poland. But you are, if you're single, and you can't find a woman... I highly suggest moving to Poland. Wow, uh, that's fantastic. I like this comment. Super chat isn't keeping up to the fifteen hour, fifteen dollar an hour minimum. Yeah, what the wage, heck? Yeah. What the heck, YouTube? Uh, but anyway, so Valeria, I'm not saying we need to move to Poland. I am saying though, if things but, become as authoritarian as I fear they might become, we might have to escape to Poland. But hey, not that bad, right? I mean, we could live in this castle. That would be nice. Or that one. I clicked on the wrong one, but we can live there too. Look at that. I would live there. Why not? I mean, some YouTubers have enough money for that. Maybe Polish woman, I hear percent Russian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, do we have another story, or is that it? I think I think we have one more, right? A Yankee the Rebel. Yankee the Rebel. This is our writer sent us ten bucks. You want to read the super chat? Oh yeah. For Valeria, that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. 
All right, so um, why don't we get to the last story, darling? Darling, that's was the one. Oh, that is the last story. Oh, Colin's the last story. I wanted to end on that. Okay, well, that's great. All right, so from now on, we're just going to take questions. You don't have to send in a super chat, but it does make it a lot easier for see to see uh, if you have something important to say or if you have an important question. But otherwise, okay. we'll just read your regular questions. Uh, there's a couple comments. I think it's on Facebook and... Um... Just the comment, not the question. Uh, Jeremian Winter says, Man, I wish you would post more videos. Always enjoy watching your videos. I think you post way, way more videos because you have second channel, you have your first channel. Well, yeah, I mean, if you include the videos for this show, then yeah, I'm posting a lot. But um, on my Mr. Reagan channel, he's right. I haven't been posting a lot lately. But the reason for well, that... Well, you're doing a, a lot of research, that's why. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of research. I mean, Valeria can attest. I'm sitting there on the computer like 14 hours a day, like sitting there trying to read stories, that's watch true. videos, try to put things together, writing. Um, but right now, I actually have a three-part video that's going to come out, I think, starting tomorrow morning. Um, I got a three-part video that's going to come out. It might be the next day because it's such a long video to edit. I want to finish it before I cut it into three parts and put it out. But it's about Twitter censorship. It's a great video. It's going to be a great video. And I don't actually think I'm going to make much money on it because, um, well, there's a reason. But anyway, so that'll be cool. That's a really good video. I think that's really good. One thing that's really frustrating is that my last three videos have done really poorly. Like... There are three of the like the lowest performing videos that I've ever put out, and I don't even know why, because all the comments are really good. It's got like a ninety nine, all of them have like a ninety nine point six percent like to dislike ratio. But I don't know what's going on. I don't know if YouTube's suppressing the stuff or if I just haven't made good enough um, thumbnails or what's going on. But um, yeah, for some reason uh, my videos just aren't doing very well lately, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that is. So maybe you're not getting notified. I don't know what's happening. But uh, there was a little bit of a, a delay there because I was doing a lot of research for this um, for a couple of the videos that I've I've put out recently. Uh, some of them I haven't yet finished. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm in a push right now. I'm gonna do. If you want to look at this, so this is um, let's see here. Oh, I can't I can't show you that. I don't have the ability to. But I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven. I have 11 Word uh, uh, files open at the moment. These are scripts that I'm writing. Uh, I was writing this script this morning, so I am always working. It just, you know, sometimes it's a slow process. So sorry, guys. Uh, Keith Hoyts, I think that's how you pronounce it, but I'm not sure. He is watching you from South Africa. He says, great show watching from South Africa. Okay, South that's Africa, nice to know. one of our favorite countries. We're definitely going to come visit at some point. Uh, uh, you know, I've never been there, but... Um, it's it's a tragedy what's happened in South Africa. It's a tragedy what's happened in South Africa. I am, you know, a huge supporter of the Africa the South African farmers and everything that's going on there. I think you guys need to. I don't know what needs to happen in South Africa, but I think that somehow responsible people need to take over the government there because you guys have a terrible situation where there's a lot of people who are viciously, violently racist against white people in South Africa. It's a horrible situation. Um, I, the rest of the world is just sort of like turning a blind eye to it because it's black people killing white people. But it's absolutely horrific. And uh, yeah, South Africa. Thanks, man. Okay. Binary recoil. Hold on. I want to read one. I want to read one. Okay. This is from J.R. Goal. But it's my job. Don't care. <laughs> J.R. Goal writes, good job, Chris. Valeria is a star, is what he says. 
This is Valeria's reaction to that. <laughs> oh, I also saw comment in the beginning. I like I love your wife accent. Oh, thank you guys. I hate my accent. <clears throat> every time I'm not joking. Every time I play back the videos, if I play it with a speaker on, Valeria closes her ears and starts screaming. Ah! It's hilarious. It's hilarious. She hates hearing her voice. I I don't I don't know. I think it's annoying. I like kind of like high pitch and I have an accent and I don't think I don't I don't say things correctly. I don't spell pronounce You can take your um you can take this out. Now. Okay. Uh so binary recoil Chris, will you explain how badly you think things can go politically in the USA? Oh, there are there are stories that we cover on this show and that I've covered on uh, Mr. Reagan talking about exactly how bad it's getting. Um, they've got a new, I think it's called HR1. HR1 is like the first bill they're trying to pass in Congress right now. And it's going to basically destroy our ability to win elections from now on as Republicans. Um, they're going to try to make D.C. a state. They're going to try to make Puerto Rico a state. They're going to try to... Hello. Good morning. <laughs> they're going to try to give amnesty to a bunch of illegal immigrants. They're basically going to make it so that um, Republicans can't win any federal election ever again, ever. I mean, they're probably going to pack the, the Supreme Court so they, they have um, a majority leftist activist justices so they can uh, basically rewrite all the laws in America, rewrite the Constitution. I mean, they're going for broke right now. They're, they're you know, balls to the wall, as they say. They are... Uh, they, the Democrats don't care anymore. They, they don't care about doing the right thing. I, I think that there, at one point there, were, there was at least the pretense of trying to do the right thing uh, amongst Democrats and the Democrat Party. They didn't want the American people to see that they were operating in a way that was unethical um, for political reasons. They do not care anymore. They will do whatever it takes to win elections, and they don't care how it looks because they know that the people who support them don't care. They also, I think they also have a sense that it doesn't really matter what the vote is, that they can figure out a way to manipulate the vote so well, that they win. And so they don't really care that did. much about looking. And they won. Yeah. They, I mean, they, they, they still care about public perception to some degree, but they, they don't, they no longer believe that acting in a hyper-partisan political manner will make them look bad because they think that a lot of the people that like them want them to do that. So they're, they're basically cheating. You know, they're basically cheating. They're using every single thing that they can to make it so that Republicans never get in. It's, it's, it's becoming, if it was not rigged in the last election, which clearly it wasn't, uh, it's going to be rigged from now on. We're never going to be able to win again, I don't think. That's my thought. Okay. We have a new comment from David. All right. Thanks for the top-notch content, Mr. Reagan. Keep fighting the good fight. We support you 100%. You know, believe it or not, I, I actually love hearing stuff like that. I know it seems like you're a YouTuber. You've been doing this for a couple of years. You hear that kind of stuff a lot. It's, you know, you don't really think it's about it that much. Nice. Oh, my God. I love that so much. And I'll tell you why. Because you do work hard in this job, and you do care a lot. And, and the thing is, I know... That there are for every one of me, there are a thousand, ten thousand, a hundred thousand, uh, you know, strong conservatives, strong patriots out there who want to say what I'm saying, but they don't have the platform to do so. And so I feel this immense responsibility to do it. Um, <clears throat> and it's kind of a weird philosophical thing, like, you know, how like everybody knows you're gonna die, you know. And so, 
this is kind of kind of morbid a little bit, but uh, you do think about that. You know, you do think about how one day this is going to be over, and, and you hope that you did something, in, you know, right in the world, uh, whether it's raising your kids right or, uh, you know, um, supporting your wife or, you know, whatever it is that you feel like you need to do in the world, um, you want to do it right. And uh, I feel that for whatever reason, I've been called to do this and speak for a lot of people who don't have a platform to speak, and so I got to do it right, and I got to put out as much content as I can. And like when I'm trying to get views and I'm trying to get a bigger audience and that kind of stuff, um, you know, a lot of times I think that uh, people think of YouTubers and people online as people who are attention seekers or who want to make a quick buck. Uh, and uh, it's not that not about that for me. I never really cared about fame. Uh, you, you know, I never really had any money, so that's not that big of a deal to me. Although, you know, having money is a lot nicer than not having money. I'll tell you that. But uh, but really, the main reason is because I think more people need to hear conservative messages, and I'm I hope that I that I'm expressing, you know, what other people think, and not just myself. You know, mm -hmm. I hope it's what a lot of the pe people are thinking, and 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 we need to push the culture in a way that's more responsible, that's more rational, that's more reasonable, that's uh, fair for everybody, and increasing the well-being and the quality of life in everyone in a way that I think is compatible with the Christian values that made Western civilization so amazing and so great. And, uh, and, and it's just the, the right way to live and the right way to be, um, you know, for, for everyone, you know, I, I think it's a bizarre thing that we live in a world in which Christianity is condemned as, as being evil and racist and horrible, and all those sorts of things when it, it's actually the, exactly the opposite. You know, Christianity is the reason why Western civilization is anti-racist. It's the reason that Western civilization is, uh, does respect poor people and does have, a lot of sympathy for people that are not like ourselves. And, and it's the reason that, you know, women are so respected in, in our society. It's it's funny, actually, there was this, um, I wanted to talk about this. There's this meme going around of one of the Jenner girls. Wh 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 who's the, who are, who's like the model one? Who's the model what one? What are you talking about? Uh, the Jenners, the, um, Jenners. The Jenners, the, um, you know, like, uh, Caitlyn, not 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 uh, what, what are the names? Kate, Caitlyn Jenner is the Bruce Jenner is the mom, the dad, the dad who transitioned. Caitlyn. How do you not know what I'm talking about? Ah, uh, the Bruce. Yeah. Bruce. Bruce Jenner's uh, kids. Ah, uh, Kendall and Kylie Jenner. Yeah, Kendall and Kylie Jenner. Right. Yeah. So, so Kendall Jenner is is like a model, I guess. She does modeling. She's or a model, yeah. And she posted a photo on Instagram that went viral, and uh, you know, it's kind of skimpy in a bikini type thing. And uh, somebody posted a comparison, a picture of her and a picture of like a little girl who had completed the NASA training um, to, to become an astronaut, even though she was like a kid. And it says, you know, this girl finished the NASA training. She's the first child to finish the NASA training. She's going to be one of the first people ever to go to Mars. She's potentially, she's possibly one of the first people that are going to go to Mars. And um, I guess there's some program for this or whatever. Um, and they said this picture of Kylie Je or Kendall Jenner went went viral, but this picture of this little girl didn't. It's like our society values the wrong things, right? It's this whole big long post, this whole big thing. And I'm looking at that, I'm saying, and and this, of course, this comparison of these two things went viral, right? Saying that we have the wrong priorities as a society. And I'm looking at this picture, I'm like, okay, this is obviously like some kind of feminist thing, like this little girl's achievements should be prioritized or whatever. But I'm like. You guys, the fact that this comparison of these two images also went viral indicates that we don't actually have the wrong values. The reason that picture of Kendall Jenner went went you know went viral is because one, she looks hot in the picture, and two, she's famous. She's very very famous. 
That little girl who... She was famous when she, since she was a child. Yeah, and that picture of the little girl, she's not famous, okay? Not That's yet. A, not yet. Not yet. Not Just yet. started. Now but it's not, she's getting famous. Yeah, it's not like there aren't female astronauts. Sally Ride, everybody knows Sally Ride's name. That's a famous name. Um, there are famous females. It's not like we don't you know, value intelligent women. It's just that that girl doesn't happen to be famous. Now, is that an important news story? Sure. And, you know, I'm sure that a lot of people read that news story and it was, you know, you know, I didn't see it in the news, uh, but maybe I didn't catch it for whatever reason. You know, I don't always watch the NASA news, I, you know, read all those stories. But uh, that's very cool that that little girl was able to do that. Um, but not every picture of every smart woman needs to go viral. <laughs> I mean, it's a weird thing. Like, you know, pictures going viral. Pictures are, are, are visual things, right? You, you know, of course, a picture of a beautiful woman is going to go viral before a random picture of a, like a little girl in a NASA suit. Um, Isn't it kind of disturbing to compare a almost naked Kendall Jenner <laughs> and a child and a child with, a, with and an complaining suit. why the child is not more popular than Kendall Jenner? <laughs> yeah, what are you trying to say, leftists? What are you trying to say that you know the little the little NASA girl is sexy too? Damn it. <laughs> Okay, let's enough. All right, enough, enough about this. Okay, next comment. So, uh, there is another two super chat. Oh my gosh, you guys! Questions from uh, so the generous. same girl. Her name is Savannah, and she is eighteen years old, female college student. Love your content, and she also asked a question. I see it here. Chris, did you hear about Twitter getting canceled? Well, first of all, eighteen-year-old female college student. Love your content. Is that like a warning? Like Valeria, better better mind yourself, or else other options are available. <laughs> anyway, love the comment. What was the what did she say? What is the question? Uh, Chris, do you hear about Twitter getting canceled? What do you mean Twitter getting canceled? Did you hear anything about this? I did not. I haven't heard anything about Twitter getting canceled. I've never. I appreciate that you like the content. I wish I had heard about Twitter getting canceled. I don't really know what that means. Like, are people just jumping off Twitter because Twitter is so biased? I could understand that. Probably after um, Trump gets suspended, yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people left Twitter. I mean, I mean, we did. We went on Parler, but then Parler got yeah. actually canceled and we couldn't use it anymore. We we're trying to get back on Parler. We can't. Somebody said you have to like sign out and sign back in or change your password or something like that. But we haven't gotten around to it. But still trying. I would love to get. You're still trying. So we're we're gonna do it. We're gonna jump on Parler. But uh, so far, I'm still using Twitter. Sadly, I, you know, old habits die hard, and uh, I, I will switch to Parler. But I uh, haven't had time to really pay attention to that particular aspect of my life right now. What what else do we have, darling? Uh, I think we have to finish the show for today. Because we are being we, 15 minutes. We're over 15 over minutes. Yeah. We're over 15 minutes. Well, guys, uh, we love you guys to death. Thank you again for watching the show. I think it was another successful uh, episode of Toxic Masculinity. Remember, I'm toxic, she's masculine, and together we are Toxic Masculinity. Uh, you're not going to say it with me? I was reading comments. Sorry, uh -huh. we can we can say it again. No, that's okay. <laughs> I'll just feel I'll just feel rejected here by myself. <laughs> On the other side of the Don't room. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. You and your, you and your fans. You and your fans. Your All right. fans. Well, that's it for us, and uh, I'll have another video for you, I think, tomorrow morning uh, on Mr. Reagan's, uh, the Mr. Reagan channel, if not the day after. Okay, I can't miss this one. Valeria, please ask Chris if he believes that America is Mr. Babylon of the Bible.
Michael Tiran. Oh no, I I don't think that um. I don't think ba Babylon. You mean like um. Mister Babylon of the Bible. Babylon. Mysterious Bible Babylon, maybe I don't know. I don't know what that means. Look, I I don't think that that America is like a an evil place or you know a legendarily bad place or a place that was prophesied to to exist i don't think it's an evil place i don't think it's a bad place i think america is good deep down i think we have good values i think we're i think that we are currently in a very bad position because i think america has mostly good people and i think that the government is filled with mostly bad people and i think that's a very bad combination one more one more super chat one more super chat all right let's do it why don't you seriously consider running for office? Become the hero of Thirth. Thirth? <laughs> Mightly Rigman. Reagan man. Our political battlegrounds will only get worse unless more people like you and Trump break the mold. Well, I'll tell you. Um, Dragon Ace 1992. You're actually closer in age to Valeria than I am. You're 1992 and you're 1996. And I'm 1979. I'm an old, old man. Um, okay, look. I um, I will eventually run for office, I think. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. But at the end of the day, I do feel like if you are a public figure, you you have... Um, good intentions. You can run for office. You, can, I'm, you know, I'm not really a guy who likes in a paperwork and I, I don't like you know the, the 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 kind of stuff that you have to do as like a congressman or a senator i don't like that stuff now granted those people have assistants they have lawyers and stuff like that um and if i did run for office i would want to continue to do the show um because i think the show is as important i think every every conservative who is a major who's a major voice in media is as important as every senator every congressman maybe even as important as the president in some cases like somebody like tucker carlson so important you know so i i do think that the voices like my own out there in media are important and if i were to run for congress or the senate or something like that i would want to have continue to do the show um i have thought about it i will probably do it at some point i don't know what office i'm going to run for or where or exactly what i'm going to do but uh um it will happen eventually but probably not for another 10 years i mean i'm probably not going to run for office for a while i like what i'm doing right now um I, I like what i'm doing right now and i don't think i'm in a really a good position to run for office i mean i suppose i could but at some point i i definitely will but i i, I mean that is a goal i do i do want to do that but it's, it's not because i want to be a senator or I, I want to be a representative or i want to be president or anything i don't want to really don't want to do any of that stuff but i do feel like it's an important thing for good people who speak well and have good ideas to, to do that sort of thing. And so I, I do feel a responsibility to push toward that and to run for office at some point. Uh, you look like you're really excited to say something, Valeria. What is it? <laughs> I just see the comment, Carrie Ann, you got my vote and Valeria will be a beautiful first lady. <laughs> yeah, she, she actually really, she fantasizes about this a lot, actually. She's like, when you become president, I'm gonna I'm gonna be just like Melania. I'm gonna wear like a different dress every day. And uh, she's, uh, she's talking about how she's going to dress up the White House for Christmas. And yeah, she's got good ideas about if, if I would ever run for president. I don't know if I'd ever run for president, maybe. But, uh, but you know, some kind of political office, maybe a governor of a state or, or mayor. Um, you know, I miss Oregon. I want to fix Oregon. 
but you know, I don't know if I could ever get elected there. It's so leftist. Oh, um, we'll see. Being a representative or being a senator, being a part of the the situation would probably be a good thing to do. Um, you know, or maybe president. Who knows? When I'm in my sixties, we'll talk about the presidency. How about that? Is that is that a deal? How about that? Cash how about that? How about that? How about that? Cash me outside. <laughs> Cash me outside. How about that? All right. Well, is that it? Are we are we good to go? That's it. That's it. That's, All right. We'll it. say good night, Valeria. Good night. All right. Good night, everybody. And uh, remember, I'm it's not toxic. that our liberal. Huh? What? <laughs> what are you gonna say? It's our liberal friends are ignorant. Are you sure you want to say that? I do. It's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so.